This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, simulcast nationally on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel, located in the heart of South Beach, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. That just sounds right. Miami! Woo! Yeah, yeah, it's this real. great. This is fantastic. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation on your radio, TV, and other media machines. Hello from the east side. We, s- we say everything in Eastern Time on BYU TV. It's yeah, nice actually to be real. here in Eastern Time. It's noon. We're, it's local this, time for us now. This is nice. And the best, the best part about being in Miami, the beach is literally 300 feet away from us. It's, it's right over there. I don't it's know. Fantastic. It might be a little further than that. <laughs> can, you, can you throw a football down there? Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> could throw a baseball into the ocean from here. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation brought to you by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Thursday, December 18th, I'm Spencer Linton. Teamed up with our resident South Beach fashionist columnist. I I, I prefer fashionista, but whatever. You have the white pants on. We've made a lot of hubbub about your white pants, your Don Johnsons, your whatever. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Garrett Tujay's picture from last night off the plane, BYU's offensive line coach. Okay, he's up there. He went to the big and tall yeah, store like for those. <laughs> but you got your white pants, and you have an extra pair. You offered it to me. I'm going to decline. Why? Embrace That's your the thing, culture. Man. Embrace the I culture. I am. I don't need to wear white pants to do that. Well, it Trust cer- me, I'll embrace the culture. It would certainly help you. Well, no. If you want to go next level in Miami. I, you're the next level guy. I'm just over here. <laughs> You're the white pants guy. You did the white shirt thing, right? I got the white shirt. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's why you're the fashion columnist. I'm just happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, not the, actually, the, not the guy that's wearing the stuff. I just write about it. <laughs> Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. Again, we're, we're in Miami, and it just feels right. Jeremy, this is your first trip does to right. Florida. You're, the thing is, the problem with being in Miami and, and – Sorry, there's no problem with being in Miami. Well, Stop for you, right there. if you ever come to Florida again after Miami, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to match up. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. I do love it. And listen, we'll break this down in a moment. If you have to be in a bowl game somewhere that's not close to your fans, this is the place. This is going to be a great experience for the BYU fans who will be here. And the team, we've run into some of the guys. They're loving it right now. It's also a Final Four Thursday for BYU women's volleyball. Big time. Big time. We'll talk to Sean Sean Olmstead in Oklahoma City. BYU is playing Texas. Of late in other sports, that has been a good thing for the Cougars. Two in football, one in basketball. Let's see if women's volleyball can take it to the next level as well. Uh, I'm being told Taysom Hill will be courtside tonight. That's not actually true, oh, okay, I don't think. <laughs> he probably has a final Fly or him something. In. I know, Fly seriously. Him in. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Intimidation factor. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUS and start it off with today's Twitter question, which I'm guessing you're going to have a hard time determining. Okay, three big games coming up for the Cougars. Which B- which BYU win, do fans want the most? Women's volleyball versus Texas tonight, basketball versus Stanford Saturday, or football versus Memphis in the Miami Beach Bowl? Uh, yes. Yeah, I want all three. But if you have to pick which one, which one do you want the most? I don't know the answer yet for me. I think it's women's volleyball. That's tough. Because you'd have the opportunity for a national championship on Saturday. That's bigger than a win over Stanford. Granted, your tournament hopes sit on your ability to beat Stanford and UMass, probably without Tyler Haas. We'll see more on that in a moment, by the way. 
an update on that. And then the Miami Beach Bowl, you want nine wins. You want a five-game win streak. You want Mojo into the offseason. First tweet in from at PW Enter 1019. Is it wrong to ask for all three? All are That's what we're asking. Well, so no, it's not technically wrong, but we would like you to pick one. And without question, you can make a case for all three. But for me... Not as much for Stanford versus volleyball to me. For me, it's it's volleyball because there are 320 Division I women's volleyball teams, and BYU is one of four remaining. They've only been to the Final Four twice. It's been, what, 21 years since they were last there? Yes, It's 93. so hard to get that far in a single elimination tournament like that. I And I understand that yes to any of the three. I really do. Although basketball, to me, you're going to have games against Gonzaga. You're going to have opportunities, but there's not too many. Non-conference, you only have two games left. You need yeah. to win both. If you win, you're playing for a national championship. That's big time. It's, I know for some BYU fans, they go, oh, it's women's volleyball. No, no, no. And, and playing in the Final Four national championship is big no matter what. I don't care if it's rugby, lacrosse, whatever. Winning the thing you compete in is the goal. Also, no matter what happens tonight for BYU women's volleyball, Oh, they've Su- overachieved. Success. They've overachieved, even if they lose tonight. What a season. But now that you're here, let's go. Win. Let's go. Beat Ri- Texas. Rise up. Let's yeah. get it. BYU Sports Nation, as always, simulcast and beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Bienvenido a Miami. I like them nice, skills, nice. dude. Yeah. Will Smith, okay. what up? Will Smith knew what he was talking about, by the way, when he wrote he a song about this place. About. Like, this is ridiculous in a fantastic way. I I, 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 I had expectations. They've been exceeded. I, I want to plant a palm tree in my yard. It will <laughs> die in the winter, but it might be fun for the time I have it in there. We had been here all of 10 minutes last night, and I asked you. Um, I was like, here, wipe the drool off your mouth. Can we can we come <laughs> back next year? Can BYU come to the I Miami said it the Beach other, Bowl I, again next year? I said it the other day. I want BYU in the Bahamas Bowl next year. I'm getting greedy. I'm getting real greedy. The experience is amazing. I mean, we've been here, again, not even 24 hours, but we shot bump shots on the beach on South Beach this morning. Felt a little bit overdressed, to be quite honest. That was after you had gone out for a swim in your mankini. Like, oh like that happened, and then we went out and shot You're some already stuff. going there. It's only Thursday, man. We're going to be here like a <laughs> week, and you're already pulling out that car. By the way, we will, we will have shows tomorrow, regular time, noon Eastern, uh, 10 a.m. Mountain. And then Saturday, a two-hour edition as well, and then Monday from Marlins Park, getting ready for the game. The experience for both of these teams will be amazing. Okay? It's a great matchup. Memphis is a good football team. Again, we've, we've called them the greatest college football team that you probably know very little about. I don't agree with that. Well, now we, well, we know, but who else besides college football experts know anything about Memphis? If you say Memphis to a casual fan on the street. Penny Hardaway. They're gonna, exactly. Angela they're going to say Williams. basketball Steven school. Stephen Godkowski or whatever his name is. Yeah. Okay. We understand that Memphis is a really good team, in my opinion, the best team team. in the American Athletic Conference. I don't. You don't think they're a really good team? I don't know if we're diving into that right now. I think later. All right. But the experience of Miami, is is a great thing. Listen, I've I've been to the Vegas Bowl several times. I went to the New Mexico Bowl in Albuquerque. I didn't know about Breaking Bad. Otherwise, I would have enjoyed that trip more. Uh, The poinsettia, all that. You've been to this. If BYU can't be in a game that's on the like closer to the fans, listen, they want to travel to the fans. BYU fans on the East Coast have an opportunity to spend time before Christmas and in Miami. But even if BYU fans aren't watching this uh, or, or, or here, 
The player's experience is going to be fantastic. One of the prime spots, brand new bowl game in a fantastic stadium, which we'll get introduced to here, just two and a half years old. This is an incredible opportunity for BYU to beat a conference champ, to be in a great place, to enjoy themselves. There was a point where some people thought that BYU would not get to this point. They said, well, slow down on your bowl prediction. Now, BYU was on. always yeah, they were going gonna, to be They were here. going to be at all, least here in the Miami At Beach least Bowl. here. Yes. The chance of a New Year's Six, that was very slim, even if BYU was uninjured. The but BYU is yeah. here, and now they have an opportunity to enjoy this, win the game, five-game win streak, nine wins. That's, what's, that's what the opportunity is. The point is the beach, the weather, the atmosphere, the activities leading up to the actual game at Marlins awesome. Park. This experience will be once in a lifetime uh, for a lot of guys, and particularly for BYU's Jordan Leslie who's never, never played a in a game. bowl game. How about this? My, Memphis has, like, one guy that's a transfer that's played in a bowl game. They haven't played in a bowl game since 08. By the way, Memphis has not arrived yet. We found out this morning they're having maintenance issues uh, with their airplane, their chartered airplane, so they have not arrived in Miami yet. So it's just BYU and South Beach for now. But there is this bit of breaking news that uh, Dr. M. David Rudd, the president of the University of Memphis, just announced on Twitter, said, very pleased to confirm that Coach Fuente has agreed to an extension with the University of Memphis. Great news for all Memphis fans. Surprised he didn't get picked maybe somewhere else. Yeah, or he, was certainly, he was certainly maybe he a got, candidate. Maybe he got a job, uh, a raise because of that. How could you not after this season? Right. Six-win turnaround. Not a lot of people know about Memphis football. That's because they've been terrible recently. BYU, a team that's going to its 10th straight bowl game. So you have that juxtaposition. But this BYU team seems to be a little more hungry. I think it's different. Yet Memphis wants to get to double-digit wins, wants to beat BYU. I'm not sure how good Memphis is, though, Spencer. You called them really good or the best team. Well, they're not elite. They're not great. But I think they're really good. I think that Marshall and Northern Illinois are in the same category, you know, of the non-P5s that are really good or whatever. Boise State is obviously the best. Colorado State, whatever. Memphis is one of the top five teams in the AAC, right? They lost to Houston. They had five turnovers and still almost won. They lost, that's their fault. They lost to Houston, right, who's fifth-place team. They, they beat Cincinnati. Yes. Gunnar Keel gets hurt in that, but they crush him. Did and then they UCF. didn't play UCF Did or not. East Carolina. They beat 6-11, through 11, pounded 10. They, they barely beat Temple by three. Uh, listen, I think they're a good team. There's something to be said about winning, though, right? Just yes, win. Yes, there is. But BYU's back four is like what uh, six of their conference wins were for Memphis. Florida State barely so beat some teams, too, and they're in the college football playoff. There's no comparison between just Florida saying, State like, and Memphis. Come still, on, like, man. Winning, win, there's something to be said about winning. I'm Abs not comparing the absolutely. two teams. Absolutely, and they lost three games. They lost to UCLA in a close one. They lost to Ole Miss. Uh, both those both on, on the, the road. road. But they lost to Houston, a team. There's three common opponents, and BYU went 3-0. and uh, Or I guess two. No, 3-0. Uh, and then Memphis lost to Houston. I think it's a pretty good matchup. I'm not saying BYU is going to roll Memphis, but I'm, I don't think Memphis is... A world beater, like I don't think BYU is okay, a world so beater. Okay, so you wouldn't, but I'm call, I'm not calling them elite or great. I just said they're a really good football team. I, I think they're I the know, most man. complete team. A tri-champ in the AAC when you don't even play two of the top four teams? Yeah. But the way they handled Cincinnati and the way they performed against UCLA and Ole Miss tells me that they can play with anybody. They can they beat anybody. They can't play with anybody? No. Anybody? Come on, man. Ole Miss is a top 10 They lost by 21 or whatever. 7-3 to three in the fourth quarter. What, what was the final score? That's the bottom line. I think 21-3 to three or 24-3. to three. Listen, if everyone thinks Memphis is fantastic, good for them. I th I'm not sure about them. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, we, we won't really know what if they, they played do against UCF BYU East until Monday. But. If they played East Carolina and UCF instead of, I don't know, Temple and SMU, maybe they're 7-5. and five, You know what I'm saying? 
I can tell you this much. They want to get to Miami. They need to get to Miami to experience this. And that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 77. The forecasted high in Miami today is 77 degrees and 0% chance of rain. The players, zero the, the fans, by the way, typically the wives travel with the players, coaches, all that. Bronco Mendenhall and company have decided that they won't travel here until Friday. There's some unrest among the ladies about that fact. They so do not enjoy two more days. Two more days of that. So what that means to me for the players is, okay, get your work in Thursday and Friday, and then uh, then enjoy it over the weekend Business a trip, dude. Yes. I, I get that. I get that. It's about beating Memphis. It's about winning in Broncos 6-3 yes. in bowl games. He knows how to do it. Ten straight bowl games, by the way. That's something we did not mention. We have mentioned it several times, but this is bowl game number 10 in a row where Bronco it's a big deal to be BYU. here. People that, oh, getting to a bowl It's a big deal to be here. Being here, you just sense, yeah, this is a celebration of the season. Yeah, the atmosphere in Miami, greater than the atmosphere in Albuquerque. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> no one will argue that. <laughs> also trending in BYU Sports Nation, we mentioned this earlier, game day in Oklahoma City at the Final Huge. Four for BYU Huge. Women's Volleyball. Beat Texas, you're playing for a national championship. Seven Eastern, seven local time for us, by the way. That's right. Uh, and That's on ESPN2. You can listen to it as well on BYU Radio right here. ESPN2 and listen to it on BYU Radio, as you just mentioned. Also, from BYU Basketball, Dave Rose told Greg Rebell, Tyler Haw's injury might not be as serious as ESPN's Andy Katz initially reported. Haas is trying to make it back for the Stanford game. I don't know how that happens, but he's been given the green light to be as aggressive as he wants in his rehab. So that that means there's not extra structural damage, ligaments, tendons, whatever, right? Which is fantastic that, that's good news. news. The problem is this. He sprained his ankle on last Saturday. A week later... The way he plays the game, I don't see how he plays against Stanford. I don't have any inside information related to his recovery. I'm just saying, one week later, moderately left. Yeah, it's the pain threshold pain. and yeah. how, how, I guess, active and aggressive can you be while you're managing that pain. I kind of thought about Jordan Leslie on the football side where he said it, it hurt me basically the entire season until Cal when he was fully healthy. But and that happened in game four against Virginia. But playing basketball as a shooting guard and as much running around and going off screens as Tyler Haas does and cutting. There's and, more running in basketball yeah. than football. Yeah, that's that's going to be tough. We remind you to join our conversation using the hashtag BYUSN. Which BYU win do fans want the most? BYU Texas women's volleyball, BYU Stanford basketball on Saturday, or the bowl game on Monday for BYU football against Memphis Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At BYU to NFL. Obviously the bowl game. Hashtag football is king. And that, that will always be it an argument. It certainly is. That will the, always be relevant. But the context is not the same. I think that's where the argument gets interesting. A regular women's volleyball match is not equal to a football game. There's only 13. There's more women's volleyball. Which will be basketball. more widely viewed? The final four in women's volleyball Fo- or the bowl game? Football. Is that for sure? Because it's the that's, final four that's on my ESPN2? Guess. People's interest in BYU Memphis versus BYU Texas women's volleyball. Yeah, and I'm not that's trying not to get, discrediting not trying women's to gauge volleyball. I'm just talking about is. sheer numbers. Yeah, like, that's what I'm – yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. At Swish Parker 5, this is impossible to answer. I choose all of them because saying you want one is suggesting you don't care about the others. No, that's not no, what we're, we're saying. Not we're just saying that. the most. We're just saying what one do you want the most? 
You want all three, obviously, but which one do you, you want You can rate one the an most? A plus and you can yeah. rate the other two A. It's, it's just like you have three kids. Which one do you love the most? No, that's not what it is. <laughs> Up next, the deep, dark secrets of the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel. I don't think there are any. You're right. There probably aren't. But if there are, we're going to learn about it. Director of Public Relations will join us next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Coming up tonight, women's volleyball versus Texas, 7 Eastern time on ESPN2 and BYU Radio. That's the national semifinal, the final four. BYU trying to win that match for the first time ever. We'll talk with Sean Olmstead in Oklahoma City coming up. The best news is they're not playing Penn State. That is great news. Okay. It was always Penn State that was knocking BYU out, whether it was the Who Elite knocked them out the in, the ni- in 93 as yeah. well. Yeah. Is, so it is not Penn State. It's Texas, which is also more good news. That is good news. They're <laughs> the way, good, though. They're really good. Involved. They're fantastic. But the way BYU has played against Texas teams over the past five years and all BYU's sports. BYU's got a shot. They've got a shot. Which win do you want the most? BYU-Texas women's volleyball, BYU-Stanford basketball on Saturday. Or BYU victory over Memphis at the Miami Beach Bowl. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Joining us now live from the beautiful Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel is the public relations director of this fantastic hotel, uh, Linda Villafane. Hello. Linda, great to have you with us on set. Great to be here. Thank you so much. This makeshift Thanks for having set. us. This is fantastic. This is amazing, and we're so excited to be hosting you guys here and have you here for the uh, next couple of days with us. It's going to be awesome. Okay, so, uh, the obvious question is, with everything that's awesome around here, what's the best part about working at the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel? Oh, well, obviously this fabulous view every day that you get to walk into and uh, and walking around and seeing the beach, the palm trees. We're blessed with great weather pretty much all year round. Uh, and just seeing our guests really enjoy it and everybody from around the world that comes and stays with us, uh, having their own Lowe's Miami Beach experience, going to the restaurants, checking out the beach, going down to Lincoln Road shopping. You know, it's, it's, there's, there's everything here for you to enjoy. Uh, it's, uh, have you ever had a bad day coming to work here? <laughs> no. I mean, how can you? Look look around you. This yeah. is fabulous. This so. is fantastic. Besides and, Jerem, who is the biggest celebrity yeah. that you have ever had on property? Well, clearly you guys are the most important people <laughs> we've ever had here. We're so excited. Wow. Um, but we have had everything from dignitaries, presidents. Uh, President George Bush was here. We've wow. had Hillary Rodham Clinton here. We've had celebrities like Cher. Michael Jackson stayed here when he was alive. Nice. Um, Ice Cube, you know, you, you name it, they've been here. <laughs> and they say in the penthouse? In the presidential suite, yeah. In the presidential, presidential suite. suite. <laughs> how, how much are we talking about in the presidential suite here? <laughs> it depends, but it's definitely it's definitely up in the thousands. Okay. So. Wow. We okay. won't be staying there anytime soon. It's basically what I'm getting at. I don't, can we afford to even take a step in there? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, we need a tour. That's what yeah. we really need. Linda Villa, uh, Villafane with us, the public relations director of the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel. This is the f- the first time you've ever hosted a major event in terms of football. You- you've hosted football teams here before, but this is this is a new adventure. Yes. welcoming BYU. How did the relationship begin with the Miami Beach Bowl? 
Well, we have a great relationship with the city of Miami Beach. We're huge supporters of our community. We're constantly getting involved and giving back any way we can. And this was a great way to really integrate ourselves into this new inaugural bowl and really just, um, you know, help promote what we think is very important and a huge game for us. Um, you know, we're big supporters of, of football here. Uh, we have a great relationship with the Dolphins as well. So um, this for us is, is great at supporting the universities is huge for us. Uh, we have a great university uh, affiliation here. A lot of our employees come from the local community universities and state universities. So for us, it was a no-brainer. Are you obligated to root for BYU in the Miami Beach Bowl since uh, you host them? I would anyways. So. <laughs> would you really? Of course. We need to get her some swag. You are not <laughs> no, letting you BYU swag, Sports yeah. Nation swag. How do your daily operations change when you, when you tackle <laughs> this project of hosting a team like BYU? Well, I mean, we have a dedicated conference team and events team that works uh, with groups like like BYU to make sure that everything from, from start to finish um, is, is fully operational, runs smoothly. We, we want to know what all your needs are, any kind of events that you want to have here, your arrival departure times. Um, and then we really tailor a program to you guys to make sure that um, – Everything is seamless. Everything is to your liking and on brand with you guys. Um, and we want to integrate ourselves and, and be a part of, of your experience. What I can see of, why you had this job, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Well, what kind of unique brand things did BYU maybe mention in coming here? The ice cream. They mentioned you ice cream? You guys have your own ice cream. That we do. And apparently it's delicious. I haven't tried it yet, but I, w I hear whispers that it is the most delicious did thing BYU ever. BYU bring it or something? Yeah. Yeah. There's so what the, happened there? Um, well, you guys brought it, and it was, you know, obviously it's ice cream. It needs to be frozen. So there was the bringing of the ice cream. We're storing it for you guys. Is there an ice cream team as well at the Lowe's <laughs> yes, Hotel? That we have actual private guards in. for your ice cream. <laughs> Holy cow. I, d I don't know. I didn't know if that's like a regular thing with BYU that they bring this ice cream. I, s I assume from the cream around Ninth East. But. Well, listen, if it's legendary, you travel with Lavelle's it, Lavelle's right? vanilla. Lavelle Edwards was a legendary <laughs> head coach. He has his own flavor. Oh, fabulous. They may have brought that. So this hotel will celebrate its 16th anniversary on Christmas Eve. Yes, yes, so it will. we will be here until the day before. Can we, like, expedite that celebration a <laughs> sure, little bit? Sure, sure. We'll have a, a pre-Christmas a pre Eve anniversary party with you guys. <laughs> Just with us in the presidential suite. Right? <laughs> of course, of course. Tell us a little bit more about the hotel and uh, what it offers if people are interested in staying here at some point. Well, we are right in the center of South Beach. Uh, we have 790 rooms, uh, everything from uh, ocean views to city views to a little bit of both. Uh, we have a, a large uh, family uh, group that comes here, lots of families um, internationally around the country. Uh, we have seven restaurants. We have a fabulous spa. We've got the beach right at your doorstep, pools, cabanas. Uh, we have a fabulous concierge service that will help you plan your day out if you want to go golfing, if you want to go dancing, or whatever it is that you want to do. Spence is a huge it. dancer, so that would be awesome. What? Yeah. Settle Excellent. down. <laughs> Look at those white, white pants. Black dancing, a little salsa. Okay. What, yeah. what do you All think right. of his white pants, by the way? He's been Love looking it. forward You're to very this. Miami. Very Miami vice. Right? It's awesome. I'm telling you, I got two pair. I was trying to convince Jeremy he needs to embrace the culture He's been watching by wearing Miami the white. Vice and burn notice a lot. So. <laughs> John Johnson for life. Excellent. Linda Villafane with us on BYU Sports Station, the public relations director of the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel. 700 rooms in the main town. This is cool because you have like a retro thing here with the St. Moritz, yes. which was built in 1939. Yes. And then the uh, the 700 rooms in the main tower over here. So 
it's it's kind of two different times combining in yeah. one property. You have the modern, you have the Art Deco historic. Uh, it offers, I guess, a little bit of both worlds. Uh, all the rooms will look and feel the same. Uh, but this, uh, our St. Moritz building is a historic Art Deco building, so we um, don't change the facade, and you'll see a lot of like amazing original items inside. So. We are going to make you an official BYU fan by letting you have the BYU Sports Nation swag that we brought with us. Yeah, so awesome. Just promise that you'll you'll represent on game day. Of course. I shall be there. Fantastic. Awesome. Linda, great to have you Thanks with you. us. Thanks so much, guys. We are in Miami at the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel, opened in 1998 on Christmas Eve. And we're going to hold you to it, Linda. We're going to party with you the day before Christmas Eve. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Up next on BYU Sports Nation, more of your reaction to which win BYU fans want most. Volleyball in the Final Four, basketball on Saturday, or the bowl game. Stay with us. All of them. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. We're still in Miami, and it's still awesome. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. As a reminder, you can download the show podcast on iTunes or subscribe to the RSS feed on BYUSportsNation.com. We are live from Miami tomorrow, Saturday, a two-hour edition starting at noon Eastern as well. And then Monday from Marlins Park, we'll get you ready for BYU and Memphis. It's actually BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern. Countdown to kickoff at 1 Eastern. And then the game on ESPN, and then we'll be back for the BYU TV Sports postgame. The BYU Huge football day. Cougars... In practice right now, uh, getting their, uh, their game on at Florida International University on the practice fields there. So the Cougars are getting their work in early. They will have a beach party tonight. We'll talk to some of the guys after practice. You'll hear those interviews on tomorrow's BYU Sports Nation. Some basketball news for you. Tyler Haas has reportedly been given the green light to go as aggressively as he wants, rehabbing his ankle. He wants to play against Stanford. Of course he does. Of course he's a gamer. But how much can you do that after a – I mean, the way, the way that it looked, just like, ouch. It was reported as moderately sprained, right? That's going to be tough one week later to play. If he plays, how much will that affect him the rest of the yeah. season? You need Tyler Haas more than you need to beat Stanford and have him okay the rest of the season. Granted, you probably need Stanford and UMass to be able to get into the NCAA tournament. So this Saturday's game is really big in a, lot of, in a weird way. Because you might have to do it without two starters. And is that Nate Austin one, and Tyler Haas. Is that the one that BYU fans want the most looking at the big picture? When you look at the NCAA tournament and where this BYU basketball program wants to go. Rather win in volleyball to get to the national title match, You're honestly. For, that's my opinion. D- because that context means more. It's like if BYU was in the first round of the NCAA tournament or something in men's hoops. It'd be like, well, you want to advance. The, the stage is bigger. Volleyball tonight, 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain Time on ESPN2. You can listen to it as well live on BYU Radio. We'll talk to Sean Olmstead, the head coach of the BYU women's volleyball team, coming up in about 10 minutes. Our Twitter question today is, which win do you want the most? Volleyball? All of them. Yes. <laughs> okay, which one would you rate an A+, and which yeah. of the other two would you rate an A? You know, To me, I mean, it goes volleyball, football, basketball. That's my order. But we're just asking you which one you want the most. Yeah. Use the hashtag BYUSN. With that, let's go to the Twitter machine. We tweet. I love it. It never gets old. Tweet, tweet. At Idaho Evan. I change my mind so often. Today I want BYU versus Texas, but tomorrow I'll probably want BYU versus Memphis. That's, That's a fair, fair answer yeah. because it's right. Like the volleyball match is tonight. It took a while for me to decide this because all three have great importance. Well, what's BYU's record in all three of those? 
Yeah, that's another great question. Two and one would be solid. I'll take two and one. I want three and zero, oh, but I'd take two and one out of that. Certainly, anything that's a winning record out of those three huge matchups. But which which, yeah, one, which one is one? least meaningful? If here's the thing, if BYU basketball, maybe it's also the Final Four because they've overachieved. I don't know. It's weird to answer most and least, right? Yeah, the biggest stage, obviously, is the Final Four. Yeah. Because it's the Final Four, but if you're... Basketball, t- you could still somehow beat Gonzaga and then exactly. maybe get in. There's more opportunity for it's the, the basketball team. It's the end of the road team. for volleyball and, and uh, football. The basketball team can still make a move. If you beat Gonzaga, you beat UMass... It's going to be tough, but the possibility exists. Yes, it's, it's still that there. That would be a huge win. If BYU beats Gonzaga on December 27th, nine days away, that would be one of the biggest wins BYU's had in the Merritt Center in a long time. At Speedy Sunshine... Oh, he was giving us percentages. 41% football, 39% volleyball, 20% basketball. That's pretty good. Offset. That's pretty good. That's getting very specific. Speedy sunshine. Okay. That's a good handle. 41% football. Here's the thing about the football game. Getting to nine wins when you take the context of the entire season and everything and, that happened. And put it against the last two years. If BYU One loses more win. the game and they have eight wins, you go, eight wins the last three years. Let's go. Let's, let's get that higher. Nine, you go, all right. Paul Asike was on the show on Tuesday, and I said, do you feel like you need to win against Memphis to feel better about the season or something? You know, and he said, yeah, I think we need to win to feel like we've accomplished something. Yeah, Robert and I touched on that. He said there's, there's urgency, noticeable urgency about this team getting to nine wins, and that obviously would happen if they can find a way to beat Memphis at the Miami Beach Bowl. I wish the coaches would be like, you know what, we have zero sense of urgency. We're not ready for this. We're going to get hammered. They never say anything like that. It's all like, to oh, like yeah. throw teams off? The guys are ready. They're totally ready. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be funny if they were on it, like honest trailers with movies, <laughs> but like honest answers from coaches. Maybe that's a new segment for us. I don't know. At Kev Basketball, hashtag why not us? I know where he's going to this. The volleyball he, game is huge. Yes. But why not? Hashtag why not all? Every single one is super important. And he says hashtag why not us with a Y and hashtag why not Because all. I've been pressing that. The volleyball team has used hashtag WHY. I'm like, why don't you just use hashtag why? It's BYU. Brand be association. Like the, like the Y factor on the pre and post game show. Yeah. Which, by the way, you have a chance at winning the season championship. You lead with four, Blaine and Dave with three. If they tie, we do have tiebreaker scenarios, and we will hand out the trophy, whether it's in Provo or Miami, on Monday. I closed out the Y-Factor season like the BYU football team closed out their regular season. I started. <laughs> Was the competition yeah, yeah, and then inferior boom. or something? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't know. Did the, did the competition become inferior later Brian, in the Brian season? Brian Logan gave up a long time ago on the Y-Factor. <laughs> he won it last year. He is yet to win. Oh, he is yet that's to win funny. once. At Parker Lauren, anytime you have a chance to play for a national title, you got to love it. Go BYU women's volleyball. Hashtag beat Texas. Like, would you rather win the national championship or women's volleyball or know right now that BYU is going to be like a nine seed in the NCAA tournament in men's basketball? Oh, uh, nas- Which, national title. Here's national the thing. National title is a big deal. Would you, okay, you have to pick between one of these two. I'm going to throw basketball at Okay. BYU beats Memphis. Or BYU wins the national championship in volleyball. I'll take a national you championship only get every day. Over, okay. I'll take a national championship every day because it screams relevance, not just within that sport, but, but across the more. NCAA. And when you're trying yeah. to get noticed by other conferences, you're like, hey, Big 12 or whoever P5, our volleyball team as a non-P5 won the national championship. Some people stop listening when you say the word volleyball. I'm not one of those people, but there are those that exist out there where they would say, no, 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 it's all about football and men's basketball, and then there's everything else. It matters. 
I want the I want a national championship. I really do. Yeah, how do you not? I mean, it's like the elite of the elite. You cannot get any better in that individual sport. The good news is BYU could win all three of these games that we're talking about. <laughs> that is and, the great And news. hopefully they do. Those would be big wins. At COT underscore BYU football. It is a tie for me because I'm excited for all three, but I will choose BYU versus Memphis. The dynamic of playing it's at Marlins game. Park in Miami with a chance to get to nine wins with no Taysom Hill, no Jamal Williams, no Craig Bills. These aren't just good players. These are your guys, man. Remember we had, we had labeled the top five? I think you go top six with Mitch Matthews. You know, you go Taysom, Jamal, you had Alani, Craig. Jordan Leslie, Mitch Jordan Matthews. Jordan Leslie, Mitch Matthews. I think those are your top six players. Put Christian Stewart at number seven for obvious he's, reasons. He's in there now, yeah. Because he's number seven. You have three of those out. So you go, you go three of the top six out, not in this game. I think getting to nine wins for this BYU football team would be a remarkable accomplishment. They lost four games in a row at one point. They could have tanked. They could have finished sixth and six and six and come to the Miami Beach. They did Beach tank Bowl. during that four game losing streak, but they—I mean, Luckily, they rose from the ashes of Taysom's knee brace. Or something. <laughs> like they, luckily, they figured something out, and you're feeling, you know, good about BYU. No, I don't. I don't think people are feeling great about it. You're like, hey, things change on defense and whatnot. What if BYU just crushes it on Monday? It's going to make the offseason a lot better because then you go into the offseason where. You have the mojo, you have the good feelings, you have the experience, the youth, whatever, all that. But you go, okay, it's on next year, man. This schedule, if BYU had these injuries with next year's schedule, maybe not a bowl game. I mean, it's that tough. You need mojo going in the offseason. Yeah, we've talked to Taysom and we've talked to the coaches, to Bronco, and we asked him, what's the difference between coming off of a bowl win compared to a bowl loss? And, and Bronco was very poignant about that where he said, oh, it makes, it makes a huge difference because of the atmosphere that you carry over immediately into early spring practices in January. And you can kill it in that next game if you lose the bowl game. Like, BYU's going to play at Nebraska. New head coach, Mike Riley there, all that. In 08, BYU lost to Arizona, Junior Max Hall and company in, in the Vegas Bowl. They beat Oklahoma in 09 in Dallas. So it doesn't always necessarily correlate to success that next season, but it's this feeling about the program that you want to win at the end. Who doesn't want a winning atmosphere? I don't. I just think losing is the best. And that Not? is a real answer. That's what you want from a coach, right? I, I love losing. No one would ever say that. <laughs> but no one would ever really think that. If their guys aren't prepared, they'd never tell you. Up next, a status update on the Olmstead Tournament stash. I bet it's looking good. The coach joins us live from Oklahoma City before the Final Four matchup with Texas. This is BYU Sports Nation. It's approved by President Worthen. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV live from Miami and the Lowe's Hotel, the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel. Alongside Jerem Jordan, I'm Spencer Linton. Tonight, huge game for BYU Athletics represented by BYU Women's Volleyball. I think it's the biggest match BYU Women's Volleyball has ever played. It's tonight against Texas, 7 p.m. Eastern time in the Final Four. ESPN2, and you can listen to it right here on BYU Radio as well tonight. Our Twitter question today, which BYU win do fans want the most? BYU Texas women's volleyball, BYU Stanford men's basketball, or BYU Memphis in the football bowl game on Monday? A lot of people saying, I want all three. Yeah, we want all three too, but what one do you value the most? What percentage would you give? Winning in the final four, baby. The most. Yeah. 
I don't know. So I, I, I got to go with Final Four. It's just you have a chance to play for a national title. That's big time. Joining BYU Sports Nation right now is Sean Olmstead, the head coach of BYU Women's Volleyball on Final Four game day from Oklahoma City. Sean, first of all, thanks for joining us in such a busy, uh, I guess, pressure-packed time. How are things going in Oklahoma City right now? Good. Not, uh, not bad. Uh, when I can get on Sports Nation, I'm, it's always a good day. <laughs> and we give you the karma again and early because it's the Final Four and it's a big match tonight. Uh, how, did, how did serve and pass go this morning? Yeah, I, I felt like it went great. Uh, we were there. We just finished up just a minute ago and uh, felt like uh, just another uh, another match. And, and I don't say that to bring down the magnitude of the match, but I want their preparation to be very similar to what we've done all year uh, when we've been facing uh, these teams the last few weeks. Uh, that's what we want it to be, and it felt just like that. You partially answered my next question, which is how do you go from the hype of getting to the Final Four to now it's just all about Texas. Well, you've had time to study the Longhorns. They're obviously very talented, very deep. What can you tell us about the Longhorns and how you game plan against that program? Yeah, they are uh, exactly what you said, Spencer. They're they're physical. They're big at uh, big and physical at almost every position. And so, you know, we uh, we trust in in us being able to see what's going on on the other side in terms of our blocking. You know, I believe that if we make good reads like we've been doing all all year long. We're going to be in a good position to defend them. Uh, it's a matter of if it, I, I think the most important thing is can our girls just kind of weather the ups and downs of, of a match. You know, you don't want to get carried away and getting down a few points, and nor do you want to get carried away getting up a few points. So we got to stay even, and we got to be ready for that. Who's the player on your team right now that is establishing the mindset of your team on game day? You know, there's a, there's a couple that stand out. Um, Sierra Parker's one of them. Uh, Tambor's one of them. And the fun part is to watch Jen evolve over these last few matches. She's had uh, something in her eye. You know, she just, that kid doesn't want her college volleyball experience to be over. And so it's been fun to watch her develop that way. She's so quiet. Is she, get, is she getting a little more fired up? Like, what are you seeing that she's doing differently? No, that, that, that's a great question. She's not going uh, totally outside the norm because uh, you actually don't want that. You don't want a kid to all of a sudden start screaming and doing all these things that they've never done because the reality is the other kids are going to act, look at them and go, yo, what's going on with you? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you, she's just, uh, it's almost just lead by example, and that's what I've been impressed with is she's the one serving before practice even starts. She's staying as long as she can. She's doing it in that, in that way, and that's the right way to do it. And uh, I, I like how she's kind of stayed composed, and I like how she's leading by example right now. The head coach of the BYU women's volleyball team, Sean Olmstead, with us on BYU Sports Nation, joining us live from Oklahoma City. Final four matchup tonight against Texas, 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain. Sean, I have some friends that are very good Texas fans, and I asked them, if it's BYU – do you, does it matter the sport, or, or does it just carry that ominous presence because of what's happened in the other sports? And they all said, yeah, I, they, you always think about what BYU has done to Texas. So I'm gathering that some fans are worried about this matchup uh, with BYU because of what's happened. But 
We want to give you every advantage that we can. Is there any way that we can get Taysom Hill courtside for you tonight? Did he travel? <laughs> Did he? Is, I, you know, if he's here, I for sure haven't seen him. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't know about that. But there's a, there's a large BYU group. I think it's going to be an exciting uh, uh, support group. And I think there's a handful of them that flew in from Miami today or flying in from what I've been told. So... We're excited uh, just about the support, and, you know, I'm just excited. I've heard from a lot of the 93 team just about how excited they are to see BYU at this point, and it's brought back memories for them and their teammates. They've reconnected. There's just a lot of great things, and uh, we these kids want to keep this thing going. They're not happy to just be here. They definitely want to keep this going as long as they can. How have you translated your experience going to multiple Final Fours yourself on the men's team with BYU in 01 and 04? to your girls yeah uh it's funny you say that because i've just told the girls this entire these last few days hey just girls follow my lead if you have questions about certain things just follow my lead i mean the reality is the magnitude of a final four in women's volleyball is a bigger event than the men's to be honest and uh mm-hmm. I, I don't know why that is but there's a there's you know the coaching convention that's going on right now and um, but it, it always is that way. And so I've told the girls, just follow my lead. You know, Dave, Dave and I, my assistant, have both been in this position and just follow what we do and you guys will be fine, you know, and, and we'll kind of treat it that way. Sean, what are your emotions right now? Are you calm? Are you excited? Are you, are you nervous? Are you all of the above? No, um, I, I honestly haven't felt any nerves. I, I mean, I really haven't. Um, I feel pretty calm. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go hit the treadmill right now to just uh, just get uh, get some good tunes going and uh, be on the treadmill for a little bit right now because this will be the time I get to get a workout in. And then I, I mean, we're the prep's done. We're gonna do a little review, but we've prepared these kids. We went over it again today at practice, and so it's a, it's an opportunity now to just kind of get into game mode. What's that final message you'll give your team? right before you leave the locker room to go play Texas tonight? Yeah, the, the final message is going to be somewhere along the lines of uh, just be, be – I, I kept telling these kids to be the best they can be, and we're going to get after it. And we, if we can be kind of calm and cool under some pressure, like I said earlier in the interview, we're going to be okay, and we're going to, that's going to pressure Texas because they, they expect teams like us to kind of fold – and kind of uh, get intimidated, but if we can be cool and calm throughout the entire the entire match, it's going to swing our way sooner or later, and, and we're going to go out there and, and uh, watch that unfold. Sean, I hope your Olmstead tournament stash is final four ready. <laughs> uh, it is. It's starting to itch, so it's got it's it's ready to go. It's for sure. It's getting antsy. It's getting antsy. I'm fine, but I think it's getting nervous. <laughs> About six hours, 12 minutes away from the match. Sean, we appreciate you joining us on Gabe Day. Good luck tonight. And hashtag why not us, right? Yes, yes. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Sean Olmstead with us on BYU Sports Nation. It's nice to have a Final Four program like his. Over what over 100 wins in four seasons is unbelievable. Yeah, and, and this is an except for BYU. BYU's gone to a couple Sweet 16s, now they're in the Final Four. I told Brian the other day, they've, they've overachieved, right, to me, getting to the Elite Eight was the goal. Beyond that, you're playing with house money, if you will. 
Now BYU has an opportunity against Texas to get to the national title game. Now you get a sense that, and Brian said this, I disagreed in the moment, but now I'm feeling more of what he said, which is you might be disappointed if you lose this match now because you're here and now you have a chance at the highest level. And he's right. Men's volleyball has like 30, 35 teams that compete for that. There's basically like 10 teams that are actually competing for it. 320 yes, women's volleyball teams. It's a huge teams. deal. So that's exactly why it's a bigger there. deal. Yes, I, I get it. More moving it parts. It absolutely is. It's harder to get to the Final Four. Do, will it be a disappointing season if BYU lose tonight? No way. No, you look back on this with fondness. Yeah. Maybe the greatest ever for BYU. I don't know. But because it's the immediacy of it, like there it's will be. It's game day, so you're like, let's go. There will be disappointment naturally if they don't because you're that close. But five years from now, you'll be like, oh, that was a fantastic season. Or in five days. I don't know. Very, very true. What win do you want the most? Use the hashtag BYUSN football, volleyball, or basketball. We're back after this. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out at the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel. This is fantastic. I repeat, at the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel. Okay, if... If you're in the area at all, come hang out. We've got some swag to give out. We'd love to meet the BYU Sports Nation fans uh, in the area. Come come join us. We're going to be here tomorrow, noon Eastern, Saturday, noon Eastern, and Monday we'll be at Marlins Park. Question. Come party. I have a question for you. BYU style. Ain't no party like a promo party. What's up? Do you know what time it is? I do. It's time Whoops. for the Cougar Whip Around Football. BYU just wrapped up practice at Florida International University a short time ago. Full reaction from the team coming up on the show tomorrow. Tijon Karoma continues to rack up postseason awards and pump iron. Yesterday he was named to his third <laughs> freshman All-America team. Sporting news adds to the list of 24-7 and ESPN. I saw him last night. His arms are equal. Your thighs. I mean, they're bigger than my thighs. It's ridiculous. Women's volleyball. Amy Boswell won the NCAA Elite 89 award in Oklahoma City yesterday. The award goes to the student-athlete with the highest Cumulative GPA. Oh, by the way, hers is a 392. Wow. How do you have a 392? In nursing, which in, is hard. At the BYU Nursing School, no less, and be at the Final Four. Well done, Amy Boswell. It's also game day. The Cougars trying to get to the national championship match by beating the Texas Longhorns, the number two overall seed in the tournament. Soccer. How do you watch that game, Jerem? Uh, with your eyes uh, on ESPN2, <laughs> and then you can listen on BYU Radio. Senior defender Annie Amos and Sarah Chambers received NSCAA Scholar All-West Region honors. Amos has a 3.45 in business finance. That's no 392. And Sarah Chambers has a 391. That's no 392 either. Yeah, that's no 392 either. <laughs> Those are really good GPAs. Fantastic. It's so hard to be an excellent student and be a high-level athlete. Like, how do you – the time management required. Man, in high school, that was my issue, man. I was like, I just want to be a high-level athlete <laughs> and, and graduate. Yeah, for – Forget the academics. On the cross-country team. <laughs> Future guests on the show include Memphis play-by-play, Dave Waloshin, BYU players. We'll talk to them later today. You'll hear those interviews tomorrow on BYU Sports Maybe Station. Will Smith, if we can get a hold of him and he wants to do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. The Rock. I don't know. South Beach, bringing the heat. Somebody from Miami Vice. I don't know. <laughs> Don, Don Johnson would be the ultimate celebrity guest this week. Today's that, rise that, that would be the most legit guest ever. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com. This one's easy. It goes to the team competing in a final four tonight, BYU women's volleyball, led by 
They're two All-Americans and Amy Boswell, an All-American honorable mention. So I guess we could say, in a way, three 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 All-Americans, right? Listen, that's big time for BYU women's volleyball tonight. Against Texas, listen to it right here on BYU Radio 7 Eastern. Watch it on ESPN2. Our Twitter question today, which BYU win do fans want the most? BYU-Texas in volleyball, BYU-Stanford in men's basketball, or BYU-Memphis in football? Use the hashtag BYUSN, and let's go back to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. At Russ Melrose, a BYU versus Memphis win. There is BYU football, and then there's BYU football, and that's it. No, there's more than BYU football to some of us. I'm guessing Russ will be watching volleyball tonight, and he. Like, I'm guessing not from that tweet. No, he will. He will. Oh, okay. I'm telling you. Yeah. Listen, I want all three, but when you're in the final four, man, boom, get that. Uh, this just in: BYU coach Bronco Mendenhall apparently not happy with the way the team had practiced, but isn't concerned. Called it transitional and understandable. That according to Jay Drew of the Salt Lake Tribune, who was at practice with the team this He morning. also said, Christian Stewart said the offense owned the defense one-on-ones in Skelly That's today. why Bronco's mad. That happens in Skelly today. or I mean, typically that happens. It's, it's just easier, easier for, the, for the offense the to be better. The defense can't hit anybody in practice. I yeah. So you don't, buy much, you don't buy into that much? No. And we'll talk to those guys, uh, several of those guys, coming up on the show in the next couple days, so stay with us. At Biff underscore Savage. It's a toss-up. We'll watch women's volleyball tonight with my fam, but we'll be at the bowl game with my dad and two oldest kids. Hashtag so go maybe, Cougs. Luckily, every two days there's one of these, right? So tonight, women's volleyball, Saturday, basketball. No one's saying basketball, by the way. Not a soul, it looks like. Uh, and then Monday, the football game. I think Fun that's days, accurate, though, because there's more opportunity for them to salvage if they did lose the game, which they won't, by the way. I'm calling for a BYU-Stanford win on Saturday. That'd be big, At especially home. without Haas. With or without Tyler Haas, BYU finds a way to win that basketball game on Saturday and has some momentum going into UMass and Gonzaga. At Tyler Gregory, definitely beating Stanford. Need a solid There's win. the guy, there the one the guy one. that wants men's hoops. <laughs> wow. At BYU Fan 1995, versus Memphis, then versus Texas, then versus Stanford in order of importance. Of course, we want them all. That's Absolutely. been the theme. Yeah, that, yeah we'll take but, all but three. We asked you to pick one. Thanks to everyone on our crew, including Linda Villafane, Sean Olmstead, our guest today. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUSportsNation.com and BYUTV.org slash BYUSN. Do you have anything else to throw? My phone. Don't no. throw your phone. Shout out to Tim Mahoney. Oh, we're going. We're going. Yeah. Retro, bro. Thanks, BYU bro. Sports Nation back to work from the Miami Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel.